Hey, everybody, just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up, and he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things, and let me just tell you, you're also going to help Truth and Radio, and you're also going to be helping Mike Lindell. Isn't that fantastic? It's a great combination that you can do right from your own home. Call 800-873-1052. That's the phone number, 800-873-1052. You can order directly on that phone number or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to put the code word Kate in. Thanks, you guys. When you realize that mainstream media has sold you a box of rocks, it's time to tune into The Kate Daly Show, America's newest addiction. The show starts now. Joining me now is the former head of the CIA, John Brennan. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI. A method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. We systematically analyze on a given day clouds that are seeded and we compare their behavior with similar clouds in areas adjacent to the target area that were not seeded and we compare the behavior of the two sets, the treated and the unseeded and we've been doing that for about 10 years now and we have seen a very consistent response from storms that were seeded in a timely fashion. Northern California, uh, we've got a bit of an unusual situation. Now this first portion of the radar cycle fairly bland and typical, but then you see these bands of very distinct cloud cover moving into the region. That is not rain, that is not snow, believe it or not. Military aircraft flying through the region is dropping chaff. Small bits of aluminum, sometimes it's made of plastic or uh, even uh, metallicized, uh, metallicized paper products, but it's used as an anti-radar issue and obviously they're up there practicing. Now they won't confirm that, but I was in the Marine Corps for many years and I'll tell you right now, that's what it is. Interesting. I find that interesting. John Brennan talking about aerosol injections and all kinds of things. We're, hey, where's those chemtrails? We could probably use them right now. It's funny how they only show up when at certain times. Anyway, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Hi, Uncle Milty. Hello. How are you? I'm okay. I, I was just reading this really interesting piece about John Brennan being hanged at Gitmo. Yeah, I know. Uh, a lot of people haven't seen hide nor hair of the little mm-hmm. communist traitor in a long time. And so people are wondering if he's Well, supposedly gonzo. this month, sometime in June, he was June 7th. Really? Actually, Monday, June 7th, he, he was hanged by the neck until dead. So this article says. Interesting. Huh. I've been because I've been hearing about this. Yeah, he was convicted by a military tribunal of murder and treason. Huh. Well, uh, I guess we won't really know. Ever. Right? Well, I mean, who's going to report it really? I mean, you're not going to hear it from mainstream. You won't hear it from anybody if it did happen. And if yeah, there hasn't really there hasn't been much record of John Brennan, the CIA traitor in a long time. 
if every single news source uh-huh. in the country reported that he was yeah, hung, right. no one would believe him. Right. No, it's true. And uh, and so you have, and the reason I say traitor, he's an avowed communist. Oh, yeah. Liar. Uh, he was just talking about the uh, chemtrails. In fact, uh, if you really listen, listen, listen up to this. Here we go. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. Hmm. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI. A method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. We systematically... Hmm, that's kind of interesting, John Brennan talking about the things that, that they say are conspiracy theories and admitting to them as head of the CIA. Uh, I think that was like 20 years ago. That's interesting. I, I find Very. it... I, fi- I always find it really superb when um when they talk about things admit things um report on things and yet they're still called a conspiracy that always cracks me up uh because i guess it's only like the things that are reported on that are stamped with an approval of some sort that you get to talk about freely without being called a conspiracy theorist it's always Mm -hmm. funny to me what what ones we pick and choose but uh definitely what's going on up in our skies is off limits, even if they admit it and talk about it, completely off limits to us. But when we're in these situations and we know uh, they've admitted so many times on so many levels of government that they can uh, seed the clouds, that they can do all of these things. I mean, this is just a fact. It's been going on for for eons. Why can't they do it in the middle of blistering uh, heat? Why can't they do it now? Is it just, am am I just not getting something here? Am I not understanding something? Yeah, I, oh. I think that's it, Kate. You oh. don't understand. They only like to use those in the most extreme of circumstances. <laughs> okay, I was just, I'm just wondering, asking for a friend. Uh, it just seems a little odd. Anyway, I mean, my gosh, we could probably sure use it this week with 111 temperatures. Okay. I don't know. I just, I guess they really want to make sure we think we're in a, a drought. When I say we think, it's because not that I don't understand that they might be uh, forcing us into one. But I say that we don't have to be in one. So, How long have you yeah. lived in, in St. George? <laughs> 25 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm 26. just a little bit yeah. longer. Yeah. And I will tell you this honestly mm-hmm. from the bottom of my heart. Okay. This is not the first time I've seen 110 <laughs> degrees plus. <laughs> it's not the you first mean, time. because it's summer? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the desert. Well, this I understand. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, hi guys. Hi Good there. afternoon. Hi there. The uh, the cloud seeding thing, of course, is actually for real. I was rather closely associated with that back in the late seventies mm-hmm. and early eighties. But but the problem, Kate, is you got to have clouds to seed. Right. And right. Uh, this kind of stuff we got here today, uh, it hasn't got any rain in it. You need good, dark, thick, heavy, wet clouds. Yeah. And then by seeding, you can get them to drop the rain. Now, where the rain actually drops is still a kind of a wild guess. Mm. You can you can do your best, but sure. nature takes over and, and it'll rain right. or snow when mm-hmm. the seed gets up there, but it won't necessarily be exactly where you wanted it. Gotcha. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you calling yep. up. You're welcome. Thank you Bye. so much. Bye-bye. Um, well, thanks. Yeah, there yeah. you go. No, and, and, you know, the science of it makes sense. Uh-huh. 
I mean, it's not like it's impossible. I just don't think they can do it to a large enough extent to hmm. to create lakes. Well, <laughs> it costs about uh, um, well about a hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to build a very, very, very deep well, and I'm talking like three thousand miles down. Anyway, um, I would I would say it's less expensive than doing a pipeline, but anyway. Uh, we've talked about that nauseum. So, um, I just wanted to mention UPSU University. <laughs> Sorry. UPSU, UPSU, the, uh, Pollyanna University, Polygamous University. Yep. It's the name they uh, settled on for the recommendation. Talking to uh, George Staley yesterday was really grateful. He came in and what did you think of the new Utah Polytechnic uh, State University? Very, very bland name, but but also the fact that um, uh, I just sorry, this name is is so funny to me um, that they would pick this. I, the jokes are just insane that are coming out of this name. Well, it's not just the jokes; it's it's the fact that it's uh-huh. actually very poor English. <laughs> Really? When you use yeah. the acronym, you know... Ups you? Yeah. <laughs> we all know what it's supposed to say. Well. So, I, I just... And it was the same people who have been behind this all along that came up with this stupidity. <laughs> I, I have to laugh, otherwise I'm going to cry, because they... They really had to deceive to come up with a case against the name Dixie. They actually had to to really manufacture a response, and they had to go so far as to manufacture the questions to be to be this. Do you think at some point in the future, 50 years from now, you could see a problem that an employer might have with the name Dixie? I mean... The questions were so leading and so out there. They tried everything they could do because everything kept coming back that they uh, that people didn't have a problem with the word Dixie down here. People knew what it meant down here, and it was pioneer spirit and all of that. And so um, they had to manufacture and they had to pull from the stats the things only things they could concentrate on and then blow them out of proportion. And I call that deceiving. So looking at all this information on paper, which I'll probably go into a little bit more detail tomorrow on how they did it, but after manufacturing this, Biff and his friends, um, like John, like Mr. Pike, and all of all of the buddies, they all manufactured this this thing and then and then delivered it as some sort of crisis that nobody could get hired, which was a joke. We all knew that, but then to come up with the name, <laughs> ups you. I I don't <laughs> just. What what's going on in the in the heads to, um, to do that? And so are they now that they we know that they deviate Zion University? Are they sending this one up, and it's so terrible, and everyone's so against it that we accept Zion University to go along with Greater Zion, the new motif they 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 sent out the new uh, presentation of this area instead of Dixie, it's called Greater Zion. I mean, I'm just wondering, just thinking out. Of, I, out of I the think box. they use that tactic a lot, yeah. where they right. they put out something that's just yeah. so ridiculous and atrocious. UPSU that you're willing to take 
yeah. another atrocious yeah, right, deal right. that's not as bad. Right, because I think that's really where they wanted the yeah. stamp to be was um, on the on the creation of everything under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Kind of a meeting in the middle, but that's just that's just me. Um, I'm guessing. That might be one of the angles. And I guess because I have seen personally um, the deception, I, I, I'm, I lean toward more deception because I think, well, that's the only place they, that they know where to go with this whole thing. And so from Julie Beck to everyone else, I'm really uh, going to bat for all of this change and getting Dixie out. <laughs> it's really disgraceful. And I don't have good things to say about this committee. And I have... Um, Really good things to say for the three that walked out of this meeting because they were so frustrated. And uh, I, I thank you for that. Uh, Randy Wilkinson being one, thank you for uh, your comments and your statements because it's pretty sad to watch the deception have to take root for this to happen. Now, if this would have happened organically, I would have been a little more understanding to it. But when I noticed how they were doing it and I saw everything on paper and how they misled in their comments and public statements from DSU, that's what worried me about the amount of deception they were willing to pull off. That's what scares me about this group, this group of outsiders that came in here to tell us what needed to happen. It's really sad, really sad state of affairs that the deception in my eyes uh, had to take place in order to mislead the public. So uh, call your state senators call your state senators tell them all they need is 15 state senators to say no we'll be right back kate daly show talk lines are open now call 888-673-1450 this is the kate daly show My flag boy and your flag boy sitting by the fire. My flag boy to your flag boy, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. Talking about here now, Kate Daly Show, the Dixie Cups. Uh, welcome back. And make sure you get over to Garage Doors Only. Uh, 689 North Bluff voted Best of Southern Utah past two years in a row. This is the greatest company. Uh, they're local and uh, they serve Utah and Nevada and uh, over 21 years, family owned. And let me just tell you, if you need a garage door, these are the, this is the place to go. These are the these are the people to use. Um, in fact, uh, they do a stellar job. They have the uh, best array, the best variety of garage doors, and uh, their techs are incredible. They'll put them in quick, and uh, they will. Uh, They'll work great. What can I say? Just go local. Don't go to the big box. That's right. They fixed mine Friday. Did they really? Yes, awesome. They did. So happy to hear that. Uh, garage doors only. I don't know that there's another choice, <laughs> so I don't think so. Eight six eight twelve hundred. You'll love them. You'll love them. What can we say? They're great and uh, fantastic. Anyway, um, I the, the Polytechnic. Uh, they said that the. The mission of the school is to have the Polytechnic School be inclusive. For the, it's going to be the first, sorry, Polytechnic School, uh, polygamous. I mean, Polytechnic School that's going to be inclusive. Were we not inclusive before? I remember when we were banning all those other people. That's right. We were banning certain groups, and so now 
now Biff says we're going to be inclusive. Yeah. I guess we were really mean before. You know, over 20 huh. years ago, probably mm-hmm. 30 years ago, yeah. there was a coach mm-hmm. at the at the junior college, when it was still a junior college, uh-huh. who brought almost the entire island of Samoa <laughs> to St. George right. and included them. <laughs> no, but we weren't inclusive, but now we will be. Oh, no, You didn't we get the narrative. Inclusive. This is the narrative. We were, we were mean, hateful, and bigoted, and awful, and racist, and now we won't be. Thanks, DSU committee, <laughs> <laughs> for solving that big problem we had when no one would come here. Do you remember yeah. that? When no one would no want to move here. No one wanted to come here. It was so terrible. Thanks. Thanks, DSU. Do you know Um, how many Polynesian students ended up getting university degrees because of this? uh, Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. I was just wondering if you happened to hear um, the governor on the radio last week. Mm, I try not to listen when he speaks, but go ahead. Did you hear him? Well, um a caller asked the governor if he would do uh, help in keeping the name of Dixie. Oh, yeah. And the governor, he was just kind of like, well, um, I I don't even, I can't figure out why they even made the name Dixie. Oh, well, that's telling. (laughs) Come hot about it. And Uh then finally said, well, you'll just have to go to your legislature about that. You know, it's like, I'm not going to do anything to help you out yeah. so i just thought that was interesting well he loves uh culture changes he he loves cancel culture he's all about that and i'm not exaggerating look at everything he stands for he announces himself in pronouns that you're supposed to call him i mean this is a guy that truly embraces the left and we didn't i guess people didn't know it when they when they voted for him that he was going to embrace so quickly so uh and so and so much i mean we could see it years ago but i think a lot of people out there couldn't they were kind of bamboozled by i know a lot of our legislators and state senators gave him money for his campaign and uh john pike gave him money and um don ibsen gave him cash i mean everyone was giving him cash and i just there's something very wrong with spencer cox and so when he speaks i don't listen yeah but I, it doesn't surprise me at all that he would hem and haw over that. It, do, it just doesn't. I have a hard time with Spencer Cox. So so, so what do we need to do to stop this? You, we, we have to have 15 state senators say no um, to this new uh, change in name, this new recommendation. And we need we need them to speak out. So we only need 15 state senators to do that. And I, I, I'm pretty sure we can do it if enough people are contacting them. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I think we can do it. So we need just we just okay. need to flood we need to flood social media with that as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank really you. appreciate that. Thank uh-huh. you so much. Um, yeah, it's really sad. But now we're inclusive, so they solved this huge problem we had, and I feel so ever grateful. My gosh. I'm uh, I'm, I'm just I'm grateful to be cured of my hatefulness. I mean, it, <laughs> it's been coming for you? a long time. Yeah. I'm such a racist, and I'm so glad that DSU cured me. So See, and I spend a lot of my spare time mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to make all people understand that they ha- all have prejudice. I know. We should really Everyone, feel sorry for being white. Things, Our whiteness course. is getting in the way. 
of our happiness. Um, and our happiness meaning that we really ought to hang our heads down and uh, just pretend we don't exist. We'll be far happier and less racist. I think that's the message. I I just don't, yeah. I don't remember ever being racist. I'm well, sorry. I, I apparently, I, appara- well, apparently you have been, and it's been pretty awful. And so DSU came to rescue you. Biff Williams came to rescue you. Everyone came to rescue you that lives from out of town to tell you and address to you that, that you've lived here long enough and you do have a racist problem. Yeah. So, Well, the minute I heard the name yeah. Biff, I should have known he had his <laughs> act together. Boy, I should have played the song Stepping Stone because we clearly are. The ste- DSU is the stepping stone for his career, apparently. Uh, he's really lobbying for a, a much bigger college presence and that uh, he could be a president of. And maybe this is the way there for him, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure DSU is the stepping stone. I'll put in a word for him uh, yeah. anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Please take him. We'll offer him for free. You can have him. That's my message yeah. uh, to anywhere else except for Utah. You can have Biff Williams and he can control your area and tell you what your problems are. That's right. Because he's quick to analyze. And uh, and obviously coming from the last state he was in, Kansas, uh, he could come here and tell us that we're racist. And so, my gosh, we will offer him up for free. If there's a community out there of white folk, um, you might want to look at, at Biff coming to solve your racism problem. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's the only one that can do it. Pretty much. Well, no, Satan helps. Well, <laughs> well, and if you don't have a racist problem, he will be there to conjure one up. And so he'll let you know that you have one. Um, at the end of the day, he'll figure it out. He'll do some sort of polling and he'll pay groups $100,000 or more to tell you you have a problem and then hide the data from you. I always like that approach. It's like hide the data, don't let anyone see it and act like there's no data that you try to hide. So that's kind of cool. Because I know people have requested the data from the Cicero group and nothing. Just uh, crickets. I I keep finding myself turning uh-huh. to God. Yeah. I, it's totally unconsciously no, done. Well. I, I mean, I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. But almost every situation I run into during the day leads me to God. Well. Something's going on. Yeah, something. Uh, something. By the way, I'm I'm wondering if anyone's wondering about outages, because Texas, I guess, uh, NBC reported yesterday that uh, unplanned outages will hit Texas. Um, outages, how do they know they're clairvoyant? Apparently, outages of what? A power. Oh, because yeah. I mean, there can be outages well, of lots of different things. You either hit Texas with a really strange cold spell for a really long time, or you hit them with unplanned outages that you just know are going to occur. So NBC News came out and said that uh, after four months of deadly blackouts during a winter storm that no one could quite figure out what happened, they are already warning, already, that uh, these are about to happen. And so I wonder if people are are ready for that here. Do you feel like we're going to see a lot of outages this summer? I feel like we are. I have, I actually have a feeling that we might be seeing that. Let's let's take a caller. Hi, caller. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get there. Uh, go ahead and call in. 888-673-1450. It depends on how much people use their air conditioning. Mm. Now, I don't know if you're aware of this, but prior to the invention of air conditioning, uh-huh. when the summertime came... Uh-huh. 97% of the population died from the heat. 
I was not aware of this. You weren't? <laughs> no. Well, that happens to be the fact. That's yeah. why we use our air conditioning so much. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. I have returned. Good. By the way, cell phone you? companies, after so many rings, cut it off. Oh, boy. Sorry about that. Go right ahead. What's your comment? Uh, uh, I, have a, I have the new symbol for the new UpCue University. <laughs> Do you? Did, did you ever see the movie Independence Day? Yes. Yes. Did you ever see the one lone pilot going up to blow up the yes. mothership? Yes. Yes. And he said, up you, <laughs> university. <laughs> so picture that in your mind. I, I already am. Thank you. Okay, there you I appreciate go. that. Yeah, I can. As a matter of fact, they should get Quaid to be their, their right. mascot. They totally should. Oh, the memes today. We offer more at Polytechnic. More wokeness. More tuition cost, more, more, more of everything. Yeah. Anyway, the but memes are out of control today. They're, the, they're not quite yeah. telling the whole story, though, because right. when they say they're going to do all these things, uh-huh. they also need to say, and we're going to get rid of those white people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people have uh, memes about UPS and then you, so you can get your grad, you can get your, um, uh, diploma delivered in two to five days, working days. Um, just all kinds of jokes today. Uh, the UPSU, Pollyanna University, um, and, uh, um, you know, the university will also have a pilot, like a, not a pilot, but a satellite division in Hillsdale where the polygamists are. So that should be <laughs> really, there's just too many jokes coming out of this thing. I can't even imagine, but maybe they are kind of getting it to the point where we hit rock bottom so they can come back with the real desired name. Who knows? I don't know. Um, because they think that people aren't going to have a lot of fight in them for this and that they're tired because we've been fighting this for, you know, 10 years. And Easy. Yeah, with all the name changes that we've done from Red Storm and all the jokes that came out of that, then they hurried and changed that and could not get a fix on what the mascot would be. And then they went to Bison and Trailblazer. And I just, the, the <laughs> it's like a school, but can't find its, you know, thing because they keep trying to go with the cancel culture is what's going on. Yeah. So that's why it looks like it, we're nuts over here. There were a lot of, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people involved in this. Yeah. But I still believe that the main instigator was Pike. Yeah. Uh, well, Pike set out to hire uh, Biff, from what I understand. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I can. Yeah. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. 30 seconds. Go for it. Hey, just a quick thought. Uh-huh. So I, um, Uncle Milky might be onto something there. Isn't it interesting, though, that this huge push came after they welcomed in a chapter of BLM into St. George? Yeah, right Right during COVID when no one was moving because uh, the lockdowns were starting is when Troy Anderson came. Yeah, exactly. For the BLM. So uh-huh. it would be interesting to see if, because they put him right on DSU's campus. Yeah, they did. They, they actually say they didn't give him an office, but they sanctioned him being there and then coordinated the uh, the whole march, you know, where the chief of police marched and did his little ode to Black Lives Matter, which was such an embarrassment. And then Pike had the oh, signs, yeah. the Black Lives Matter signs that was so embarrassing. I'm so embarrassed for him still. Hey, thanks for the call. Yeah, I'm I, it's 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 sad, sad. He should be totally humiliated. So should the chief of police. Anyway, I'm embarrassed over him. Be right back, Kate Daly Show.
Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Like the doo-dop man together. More less in line. Just keep chugging on. I wonder how many people realize they were CIA. How many people do you think realize that on a global scale? On a global scale? Uh-huh. Uh, a good three, three and a half thousand. <laughs> yeah, most people just never knew. They never knew that they were uh, propped up by the CIA. Interesting. Some good music, though. Yeah, they were capable yeah. of making some decent music. Uh, I mean, I have to give it up for that. Look, the CIA over the years has proven that they are chock full of oh, talent. Oh, yes. Well, talent, I mean, talent, I mean they impersonate, yeah. they rob, they stub. I mean, there is a lot of talent in the CIA. Yep. But I have to say, especially music. It always, always makes me, I did a show on uh, the 60s sort of co-opted music-wise by the CIA and how many of these uh, people that in Laurel Canyon were uh, as parents were all part of the CIA, which I thought was kind of interesting. I would think that was kind of interesting to people. Um, it was just sort of strange that the 60s happened the way they happened. Yeah. But when you do realize that this has been out there for a while, I mean, this is no theory that the Grateful Dead was uh, CIA run, um, that, you know, you kind of go, hmm. And I'm wondering why people don't wonder how many more groups from from the 60s and 70s were really put out there by by the CIA. A CIA, I look at as um, I, I have major contempt for them. I don't feel like uh, they they have absolute almost. Um, I just I loathe them. I, I don't know what they've actually done for for this country and for the world that's actually been positive. I think they're pretty sick. But um, because I've just I've done too much research on them to think anything else. But. Anyway, I also wanted to mention, get over to Auto Body Central. These are the guys you go to when you're in a car accident because you get to pick your provider. And these are the guys you want working on your car. They're going to make it look gorgeous. They're going to make it look just as it was and safe, make it safe. They've got uh, umpteen years of experience behind them and they'll take care of you. You're their first priority. So you and your car. So they'll make sure that they work with the insurance company for you. And I love that because I felt like I was in such good hands the numerous times that I had to use them because I have teenagers and or had teenagers really. And so I just wanted to say a big shout out to Auto Body Central yeah. for being amazing. But anyway. but don't get confused. <laughs> it's the car they work on, not the human. Yeah. <laughs> They're such good guys too. Uh, pick Auto Body Central when you're in an accident. Um, or you need any work done, a paint job, whatever. Like let's say you want to sell your car. So um you know, uh, I just want to, there's two stories we're going to be talking about in the next hour or two. Scott McEwen's going to join us. He's the author of American Sniper and he has got a new book out and I always love his comments about politics, uh, because he stays pretty close to the vest on what's happening and he's down in Cali, 
the other uh, the other things we're going to be talking about are Oregon legalizing homeless camps. Hat tip, Eric. And then also uh, legalizing homeless to camp, I should say, anywhere they want. And then also uh, the farmers enraged at uh, at the government just stealing their water that they have the rights to uh, with no uh, due process, con- con- you know, compensation, yep. anything. A lot of this is going to a lot of this is going on and a lot of it will go on, which is really sad. And, and I'll tell you how serious is that is. What's that? There's a water case in, mm-hmm. in be, before the 5th District Court mm-hmm. that has been a case in that court for mm-hmm. over 20 years. Jeez. That's how serious water cases are. Oh, yeah, for sure. I also just wanted to kind of mention, you know, these things never get talked about in mainstream. So I know a lot of people that only listen to this show for, for news. So I just kind of wanted to keep people up to date. 19-year-old college freshman dies from a heart problem a month after the second dose of Moderna. Uh, Dad says life's not the same for a 21-year-old college student who developed a heart inflammation after the second Moderna shot. Five-month-old infant died after receiving breast milk from his vaccinated mother. There's a new story out um, about a 37-year-old mother who did it while she was pregnant and all of a sudden had a miscarriage. Eight fully vaccinated die of COVID in Maine as states are continuing to report breakthrough cases, but almost 6,000 now have died reportedly, but that is only up to 10%, one to 10% of the actual deaths that are occurring. So it just times that by 10. Isn't it funny how they can change hats so fast? Yes. These are the same people Mm -hmm. that when we said they're not dying, this is what's happening, they said... That's anecdotal. It means yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Now their anecdotal uh-huh. evidence, yeah. of course, can it, it send may, the man yes. to Mars. Yes, they can link anything to a COVID death, but when you actually have a vaccine death, uh, what? Nope, 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 didn't happen nope, here. Nope, here. that must have nope. been just coming from out of the sky. That, and yeah, yeah uh, that was. We don't even know anything how to spell but, vaccine. Yeah, we don't even know. <laughs> We don't know how to spell the word correlation. <laughs> Not possible. And uh, they distance themselves. So I always, it, it is very hypocritical. It's kind of disgusting what they're doing, but they are trying to hide it as much as they can. Yep. I don't know how much longer they can, though, because there's too many people are having too many problems. And those that are mandating it um, at work and, and so forth, trying to mandate it for the mm-hmm. hospitals and things like that. It will bite you. You'll get lawsuits. It will bite you because I know our state laws here in Utah say that you cannot force somebody to have an experimental shot. And this is definitely experimental. So. At, at the current rate, I believe that more people will be injured or, or die from the vaccines mm-hmm. than did from the from the uh, nose picking thing that went on there for a while. <laughs> oh, it's been a year and a half, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, it really has. Um, but you know, over the, you know over this summer, you'll see people start to ditch everything, and that's good. Except that I just can foresee it coming again in the fall. They're going to oh. link it again because now they're saying everyone needs yearly. COVID boosters. And this is what the pharma companies are now saying. There was a thing on the news early this morning out of the Midwest. Uh I got a news channel out of the Midwest. And by golly, they said that the big problem this November is going to be influenza. Oh, yeah. And they want to mix the COVID shot with the influenza shot. Uh So you get a healthy dose of squalene. Which causes ALS, which was in the anthrax shot, which they were studying for Gulf War syndrome. Okay. 
Then they put it since 2017 in the flu shot. And then they're going to mix COVID in there. So good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, good luck with your immune system. I hope people won't take the flu shot, COVID shot. I Look. I can't imagine. An extra 10 minutes of life yes. is worth any risk. Right. <laughs> Let's risk death to yeah. get more life. Yeah. We're going to risk death. It sounds like it sounds like let's have more racism to end racism, says Spencer Cox. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of that same same dribble line of thinking. Well, that's how they think. I know. It it's bizarre. It's a matter of who you blame it on. (laughs) Yeah. Oh gosh. Um. So. So there's that. Yes. So 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 there's that. that. Um. The no, doctors, sick. by the way, headline news today in Utah. I don't know what we'd do without this. I'm serious. I would be in mortal danger. But they said their danger was <laughs> to stay out of the heat. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. I, I was going to stay in the heat all day until they said that, until they offered that advice up. Thank you. Uh- I look forward to every August when right. I, can, I go <laughs> out to the bake. desert without water, without water, and see how long I can last before I right. pass out from heat stroke. I know, but then the doctors came along, and yeah. they said they 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 were clear warning to stay out of the heat and don't push it. Oh my gosh, I'm forever saved. You know, I was thinking at, I, after work, I was just going to go sit miserably in the heat, and now I won't. Because I read that piece of headline news. And here so. I thought a lot of doctors didn't know a darn thing about what they were doing. <laughs> it's a slow news day when uh, the doctors have to come out and tell you that it's hot outside and that that might be dangerous for you. I, I, feel, I feel so secure now. Oh, I just wish there were more TV experts that could tell me what to do every day. I would feel like my life was complete. Like somebody was telling me and then I don't have to think. I could just listen to the news because we know all the smarty pants are on the news. And so I just look to the news every day. I can tell you what to do. What? Move to the (laughs) deepest, darkest part of Africa. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And you can, everything you need will be in that jungle, including a pet monkey. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I'm certainly saved now. I wasn't before an hour ago, but I'm good now. I I don't know about you, but if I have one more TV expert um, speak down to me in condescending tones and words of of basic syllable words to tell me how to conduct my life. I, I, you know, it was interesting today. I was looking at the article that said uh, over 600,000 deaths now claims Johns Hopkins. And I thought, I sure hope people listen to my Johns Hopkins show, because if you if you really want to see a a business, let's just call them a business that was built uh, for the mere uh, process of delivering you crap news, uh, Johns Hopkins would be it. And so Johns Hopkins is at kind of the head of the propaganda COVID news. And so whenever you see an article with the death toll, 
it always attaches to Johns Hopkins. And I actually personally, this is just a personal belief, I think it's for liability. See, Johns Hopkins can go out there with this kind of news because they can go out there and state this. You won't see anyone else stating this. The government uses sort of this sort of second mode of accountability by always saying Johns Hopkins is at, at the forefront on the death count because they know the death count is so fraudulent that they have to remove themselves by a whole step. And Johns Hopkins is always their scapegoat because the government built Johns Hopkins. They built them to, um, well, to deliver propaganda. They're like the king of it in the medical university field, like in the medical field genre. And so them and pharma, just two amazing businesses, right? But Always they, telling you what to do. They earned every one of their stripes early on. Mm. I mean, because they came up with some fictional stuff that would. Well, I mean, come yeah. on. Yeah, um, I'm. I'm just so astounded, generally, all the time about all of this. And um, I loved this: the short history of medicine, 2000 BC. Here, eat this root. A.D. 1000, uh, that root is heathen, say this prayer. Then it came, that prayer is superstition, drink this potion. And then uh, in the 1900s, that potion is snake oil, swallow this pill. And then that pill is ineffective, take this antibiotic. And then that antibiotic is artificial. Here, eat this root. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've gone full circle. Um, Saracena Purpua, um, I actually ordered some out of India. It was uh, very, very, well, it can solve a number of problems, actually. It can solve anything from the measles to um, smallpox. This This was published in Chicago Medical Journals in the 1850s, where they had already declared that this was a cure. It's a flower. And they go, they move it into an extract and you put 10 drops into water and you can't even taste it. And it solves anything from actually growing inside your system. So if you were to contract anything that they would release out in the public, um, then it would stop it from um, actually multiplying in your, in your uh, cells. So Saracena Purpua, you might want to look that up and order some. It's very, really, really cheap, but it's good to have on hand. I think it would last a long time and Mm -hmm. make sure you have some these are the kinds Mm. of things that you know we need to go back to the roots the flowers the things that that we know that god gave us well you know because i don't want to put my trust in pharma um (laughs) no thanks and uh pharma to me i i I would tread lightly just like i would around any doctors that work for big hospitals or any administrations that work for hospitals and for those of you that don't like searching for big words and foreign Uh languages you search for pitcher plant Pitcher plant. (laughs) Yeah, the northern pitcher plant. Yeah, Yeah. like a pitcher of water. Uh, Northern pitcher plant, and uh, um, it's the extract. And so you can actually get it. You know, these are the kinds of things right now I would get before they're unavailable. Because look what they did to hydroxychloroquine, right? And hydroxychloroquine is one of the safest medications. They put a lot of really scary stuff on it this last year on the web. But it's actually one of the safest. And uh, and this would be good to to get. They also treat uh, rheumatoid arthritis with it. But I would absolutely have some of that on hand. I, I think it's dumb not to. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What was the doctor's name that tells on her website where to go oh, get it? Oh, Dr. Lee Merritt. Merritt. Mm-hmm. Lee Merritt. M-E-R-R-I-T-T. Dr. Lee Merritt's website. Um, we shall be back with Scott McEwen, and, uh, author of American Sniper, and he's got a new book out. And, of course, we're going to be talking about a host of things coming up after him as well. And so you've got, you just got to hear this about Oregon and all kinds of stuff. Be right back 
on the Kate Daly Show. Also, what is a succession plan? This is kind of an interesting story, too. Be right back. Be right back.